Hey everyone, I'm Ruth and welcome to my podcast, Living Unashamed. You know, every day we are met with the chaos of unhealthy and confusing and fear-inducing noise in this world. We can be so easily overcome by hopelessness, pain, fear, brokenness and loss that encountering the goodness of God seems almost impossible. The good news is that the Bible says we overcome the enemy, you know, the devil, darkness, destruction, which leads to pain and confusion and doubt and deceit. We overcome that by the blood of the Lamb, which is the completed work of Jesus, and the word of our testimony, our own witness account. Each week, I invite you to join me as we connect with people from all walks of life who share their inspiring journey of brokenness to redemption through divine encounters with Jesus Christ, the only one who truly has the power to save and transform lives. Our hope is that as you listen to these powerful and true stories, you will discover a new hope and wisdom that will encourage you on your journey to encountering Jesus and his never-ending love and grace every day. So welcome. We are so blessed to have you tuning in today. And we pray that you are abundantly blessed by today's episode of Living Unashamed. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Living Unashamed podcast. I am here with a new friend of mine, his name's Matt, and um, I'm excited to hear his story about how he encountered Jesus and what Jesus has done for his life since then. And um, yeah, we'll see where the Holy Spirit takes it. (laughs) So welcome. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you. It's really lovely to be here. Really lovely to be here. And let me just Let me just say, first off, I don't have all the answers. I'm just on a journey like everyone else, just uh, making my way through with the Lord. And uh, so if if my parts of my journey can bless and encourage, that's um, that's awesome. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, but thank you for letting me be a part of this. It's it's a great idea. Yeah, it's awesome. It's all good. Yeah, so, um, so... Did you want to share a bit a bit a bit about yourself and how you came to know Jesus and the encounters you've had with him? Sure, okay. Um, yeah, I guess it depends on how far you want to go back. But um for me, um my I mean when we when we talk about like my I guess as a as a kid, like I was I was born in, in Gosford and uh my um my dad was um was born in um my, my dad was born in Holland and his, his dad, my opa, was uh, in the Dutch Air Force. And after he'd done his service, they settled on the Central Coast. And uh, he uh, started a poultry farm down there. Um, it's now a residential land, but it was the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere at the time. And uh, so we were, um, so dad grew up on the, on the farm there and uh, that's where dad also met mum. And uh, two or three years old, we moved from there down to mum's family uh, in Victoria in Ballarat, which is about an hour or so from Melbourne. And uh, my family, my mum and dad are Christians, grew up in a Christian home. A big part of their Christian life, though, was ministry and mission. And they had a a fairly significant prison ministry. And so, yeah, they, mum and dad, and uh, three or four others would go into prisons around Victoria and sometimes my sister and I would tag along <laughs> and um, we actually got to sing a couple of times in, in prisons um, when we were fairly young. Um, and, yeah, so from a, a fairly young age uh, we were exposed to a lot of ministry and, and, and mission um, sort of um, outreaches and so forth. And... Um, and then obviously mum and dad being musos, they'd always, if they're involved in a church, they'd, you know, um, usually get, you know, asked to help out with different, my dad sings, my mum's a piano player, my dad, he's a worship leader. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, about seven years old, picked up the guitar and just loved playing it and still trying to figure out the guitar. <laughs> and um, and then, yeah, probably around eight, what, 10, 12 years old, I really just... Um, I, was, I was at a, a, a service, and a night service, and I really felt the Holy Spirit strongly. I had really, really bad asthma as a kid, and I could 
I could barely walk. I don't know if, if any of your listeners have been to Ballarat in in the winter. Uh, it's not it's not it's not nice. It's really really cold, and we were at church this night and just really felt the Holy Spirit just leading me to the front, and I, I just gave my life to the Lord, and wow. um, it, was, it was quite beautiful even at a young age, and um, and yeah, and and so we came up to we came up to Port Macquarie. Um, grade four or five and yeah just um I, I guess just just trying to flow you know we went went to school and I went back to uni I left I left I finished year um year 12 at 17 and went down back down to Victoria down to uni at 17 which didn't really agree with me too well I was probably too young to just leave home and um my sister had a place there but it yeah it wasn't it wasn't a great fit and came back and really, really felt to to really get in sync with the Lord again. I, I just felt I'd sort of got out of step with with the rhythm and the flow of His His Spirit, and um, come back to Port and um, went to a church here and met. <laughs> that's where I actually met my wife Leah and um, yeah. sort of started getting involved with with one thing and another. And yeah, I, I kind of yeah got involved with the with the youth. Really started to get serious with the Lord and. Got involved with youth and uh, and different areas. Well, we can talk about that if you want, just areas of ministry and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that was that was a really um, that was a really exciting time actually. In 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 the Lord, just uh, was able to co-facilitate a, a youth ministry that um, that that was wonderful to see grow and, and encourage others to you know to to play and and learn instruments and that sort of stuff and sort of yeah continued on. Um, but yeah, there's there's more to that, but. I guess a part of I guess one of the biggest things that I I, I started to learn through that was the um, was the, the the need to get to get serious with the Lord and that happened for me probably around you know 17 18 years old something just something just flicked in my in my heart and um, yeah I started to see some some really good things start to happen at that point yeah does that make sense <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's really cool. Like, to for many people that I've that I speak to and have spoken to so far, like everyone has their own encounters with Jesus in their own ways. But um, through all of them, they all feel that heart tugging, you know, which obviously yeah. is with the Holy Spirit. And for some people, it's just been this overwhelming sense of peace that's been restored when they come back to Christ. Amen. For other people, it's like a, a fire is lit inside of them and they're just yes. like full on a passionate and cannot be contained. Um, yeah. And for other people, they feel like a really supernatural thing happens to them in that moment that that transforms them and changes their projection of their life. Yeah. And um, it's really cool to see that through all of those things, like it's the heart that God really connects with first and foremost of all. And it sounds like with you, that's the same. Like you had that moment, a moment where you just felt a shift in you and mm. and you knew you had to get serious with God. Um, yeah, so since that moment, like how has that shifted the way, you know, you live your life and how you've journeyed with Jesus since Sure. It's so when I, you know, I, as I said, I sort of got, you know, got back into church and, um, and, and I guess as we, as fast track a little bit, it was sort of early twenties. Um, it, I was able to start to, um, so involved in, in youth ministry and then, um, really just really getting really more serious with the Lord. And, and I started to, I always, I always knew there was something, the Lord was doing in my life and it was it's 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 somewhat hard to explain um but I was able to I was working a couple of a couple of jobs at, at the time and um um saving up to, to buy a, a block of land here to build a house and um but the Lord was he was sort of calling me into I felt like he was calling me more into into ministry and so I actually transitioned into into that so for about 12 12, 13 sort of solid years, um, the church um, had, you know, we, we had three services on a Sunday. We had multiple services during the week and, and there was lots of things happening. And um, the worship team was probably, uh, was probably 30 strong at that point. Lots of, you know, lots of things happening and lots of stuff going on. And then we sort of went through 
um, we just get it, just just loving the Lord, spending time with the Lord. But then we sort of went through some a couple of pretty difficult um, seasons with with the church. Lee and I found ourselves we were stepping in as interim seniors to to just cover some areas, and um, it was really tough actually. Mm-hmm. And it was um, the there was a lot of weight. There was a there was a lot of weight around what was happening at that at that time. And being really honest with you, I I got physically burnt out. So. Um, Leah and I were down the street. We were, I forget where we were exactly down the street. And I felt my, my limbs just get really heavy. Um, I, I said, yeah. turn it around. I said, I'm not, I'm not doing so well. Something's, something's wrong. Went to the doctor next day and, um, yeah, my blood count was, was way off. I had, um, no immunity. My infection levels in my blood were 80 times what they should have been. Wow. Every joint, every muscle was aching, um, and I spent about eight weeks laying in my lounge room floor. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't eat properly. My, my throat was just um, contracted. My, uh, I couldn't drink water properly. Um, very difficult to walk. But it was, a really, it, was a, it was a really difficult time. But I felt the love in that moment. I felt the love in those moments. I felt the love of God like I'd never felt before. Yeah. I had people wanting to come over and pray with me and spend time and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I just felt the Holy Spirit saying, no, 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 we just, you and I just need to do some business here. Mm. And, and we did. And it was, that moment was probably the most pivotal, pivotal, pivotal moment in my life where I had this, like the valley experience where God did what he needed to do in my life. Yeah, wow. And through the pain of all that, I felt his love just, just keep washing over me and ministering to me and his presence just interacting with me in such a profound and incredible way, Ruth. It was just unbelievable. And I came out of that knowing that I had to um, change things in my life, change things in my approach, change things with my levels of intimacy with the Lord. I thought I kind of knew his love. And I did, but it wasn't until he had me where he needed me to be that I really started to get a, down, a deep download of his love like never before. And and I think that was the beginning of, of a lot of things um, that sort of changed in my life and around intimacy and and just his his beauty. And and that's probably has flown into uh, flowed into some areas of my worship ministry and songwriting and just the way I see the Lord, the way I see others. And the way that I'm just open to what he to what he does, and and if you know, I mean, I'm happy to share some testimonies around some stuff like that if if you if you're interested, and if your yeah. listeners are interested. But you know, yeah, I suppose he's, he's yeah, the depth of his love is something else. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> mm. Amen. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Like it's it really seems that in that in the midst of all of that, um, mm. he was peeling everything back to prepare you for everything he was about to elevate you into. Mm. Yeah. And mm. it's really something that, I mean, I'm still very young and I definitely don't have it all together and there's so much more to learn. But, you know, like it's really something that you really only see through the review mirror or after the yeah. season from what yeah. I'm learning. Um, and it's it's amazing just to see how much God God needs us to just kind of be still and be with him Amen. <laughs> to bring us to like our, a place where our heart can really be restored to what he needs it to be for whatever he's calling us into next. And, you know, I have no doubt that even from where you were then to where you are now, there's so much that God has done in and through you and your family to bless mm-hmm. Aspire other people for Christ, and you know you've still grown since then, and you'll just continue to keep moving forward as you keep Him as the center. And you know, you seem to be someone who, when you speak, you 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 reflect that deep intimacy with God. You know, and that's something that um, yeah, it's very powerful, and will continue <laughs> to encourage people. So yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and and I think I think that that relationship it's it's we're in it we're in a time now more than ever that we need relationship Mm. and and i'm seeing more and more that relationship has to be an overflow 
of of a foundation of relationship and I don't get it right all the time. Like I, I sometimes think I hear the Lord in certain things. And I miss it. I miss it all the time, you know. But I just want to be an open vessel. And I remember at the beginning of this year, like, um, you know, there were some changes happening in our lives. And and I just I, I just said to the Lord, God, if you're not in it, I just don't want to be part of it. As simple as that. Like yeah. that's at the very at the very core of of even of that statement is I just want to be in the flow. And I think that you, you referenced um, just when I was sharing at, at church there a few weeks back, just about, I guess, flow and, and f- to live a life where we're just in that flow. Yeah. We'll miss it sometimes, but it's such a place of rest. Uh, it doesn't mean we don't do anything. We're actually, we're, we're, we're kingdom minded people, but we're, we're, we're living in a place where we're living in, in rhythm, in, in synchronization with him. You know, I saw a really interesting little um, video clip the other day. And um, if, you've, if you know what metronomes are, they're, you know, the little, the little things that set up and they, they click, they click back and forth, click, yeah, click, yeah. click, click. And it was, a, it was a physics experiment that a guy did and he lined up um, by five or six metronomes. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. He started them all at different times. They're all clicking in different directions. And then as he left them, they all started to move in sync. Wow. And, and it, was a, it, was a, it was a science experiment. But what it really was was an expression of kingdom. And, and, and the, the Lord is so calling us into a time where we have to be in sync. And if we can, if we can understand that that's actually the heart of God as well, where we're rhythm, rhythming in sync with one another and with the heartbeat of God, man, like anything is possible. And that really spoke to me, just that little, whatever that, you know, that about a one minute clip, I thought, wow, how, how well that represents the kingdom and the heart of God. Um, you know, it's, it's called, it, like they've, you know, it's called physics and science, but physics and science is just a reflection of the, of God's creation, you know? So, and so just, yeah, just doing that and, and resting in that place is really cool. Um, I mean, yeah, there's there's some I guess some examples of that of hearing the Lord as well, which are kind of interesting that might you might want to hear. I don't know. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you know, one one thing that happened which was really interesting was actually what, something happened today. I'll give you I'll give you a little testimony about just what happened today. Um, I'm just sort of setting up a bit of an arm of of the of our business around sort of training and. Um, there was a, a, a component of that was, that was going to cost an amount of, of money. And I've just been saying to the Lord, is this something that you, that you want? Is this, something, is this a flow that you're wanting us to move into? And there was a, a cost amount for that, and um, it was a four-figure cost amount. And then um, this, <laughs> this morning, a, a previous employer uh, had owed some money, had no idea, and had dropped that exact amount into... <laughs> Um, in, into the bank account and yeah. I was like all right all right that's there's confirmation right there I mean little things like that and it happens all the time you know what I mean it's just that rhythming with the Lord and, and his heart um, anyway, and that, yeah. that openness to saying yes I mean I had yeah. something very similar like simply something similar happened to me when I was overseas at, in doing Bible college things and mm. um we had to go on outreach and just getting there was a God thing in itself. But then so I I managed to have enough provision to pay for the first three months, which was the lecture phase, and then you have the outreach phase. And, you know, we think God's timing can be last minute, but to God it's the exact right timing. And I remember, <laughs> totally. I remember everyone's, like, bills were all getting paid off and ticked this like substantial amount of money. It was quite four or five thousand dollars or whatever. Sure. Mm. And um someone had given me a hundred dollars, I think that was it. And I wasn't even expecting anyone to give me money. I was just believing, okay, God, you brought me here, you're gonna have to make a way. Mm. And I got to like the day before we had to leave and the teacher comes in and goes, Ruth, I'm believing with you, but if you don't get the money today, like you can't come. And I was like, I said to him, I was like, Matthew, just pray with me. Like God's got, it. he has <laughs> yeah. to make a way. Like he wouldn't have brought me here to then tell me I was coming with you and then not pay for it. So anyway, we stay, we pray through it and um, go away. Later that evening, like 
our team have like this worship session. There's just so much power in worship. But after the worship session, Magdi, the leader, comes in and he goes, so, guys, um, I want everyone who's still owing money to write how much money they owe on the whiteboard. And everyone's got like $100, a $1,000, and I'm like $5,000 pretty much on the board. And he gets out a paper marker and just like puts a cross across the whole board and goes, I don't know how to say this, but someone has just anonymously come in and paid for the rest of you to go on your trip. Wow. And I was like, wow. that's my God. I was wow. like, that's the God, you know. That is awesome. Um and yeah. he does it for so everyone. There's so many people have so many stories of how God provides in that way. But I think it does just come so back good. to that that open heart of the true worshiper of Jesus. You know, that's yes, and that flowing with His rhythm and trusting in His promptings and His word. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So yeah. super, super great that um, that God was able to provide for you that way today. Like that's amazing. <laughs> it's a, but you just mentioned trust then, and that was that was a big part for Leah and I when we, um, you know, we were involved in full time ministry and um, at a, at a at a at a church here at, at at Grace, and we just came to a point where we knew the Lord was calling us out, right? So we we actually knew it, but there was this element of like, but in like, what does that look like, God? Mm. And there wasn't a clear answer, but all He kept saying was just trust me. Yeah, just 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 trust, and we were getting independent, um, you know, Bible passages and verses. We were having dreams and visions independently of one another, but they were all lining up with, yeah, with the heart of, of of the Lord. We felt, and it came to a point where we just had to step out into the unknown, yeah, and um, and we've been able to move into some into some exciting areas around that. But it didn't happen until we were like, okay, we don't have the answer, but we're just going to trust you. And that is so. It's actually that's actually a prophetic position to take, mm. to to trust him. And we read it in the Bible, and it's almost it's almost cliche for some of us. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not on your understanding. And it sounds lovely, but it's actually really, really powerful when we can yeah. get to that place. And um, you know, a little story there where I um, I was on my laptop. And you, um, you might know the program called Landline was playing in the background on TV. And um, this lady, she said, um, she said Longreach a couple of times. And when she said it, my, something in my spirit just moved about Longreach. And I thought, that's, that's weird. Anyway, um, that, that night, I, I had a dream that there was a, an eagle with barbed wire around it. I'm like, okay, that's weird, but I don't know what's going on. I opened up my devotion. It was like uh, the reading was go, am I not sending you? And I said, I turned to Leah and I said, Dale, the Lord's calling me to go to Longreach. And um, I got to Longreach. I literally hopped in the car and drove to Longreach, um, which is a long way. It's a long way. Got to the town. Uh, and in the main street is the eagle that I'd seen in my dream. I hadn't, I hadn't seen, I had known nothing wow. about Longreach. Um, and the first thing I just prayed. I, I went to the council chambers. I hadn't had rain there. I just prayed for rain. Um, clouds started within a couple of hours. Clouds started moving. It started to rain. Um, went to each church. Was able to pray with um, nothing of nothing of what was planned. Uh, went to each church, was able to pray with a couple of ministers who happened to be there and just hear their heart, share their journey with them a little bit. Hopped in the car um, and the, I felt the Holy Spirit just tell me where to go. He's like, go down this road. I want you to turn left. I want you to turn right. I ended up parked at the front of this Masonic hall, a Freemason hall. I got out of the car. I prayed and the Lord just like walk around and pray, pray in this building and claim this building for, my, for me. I did wow. it. I put oil on it. Um, keeping in mind, this was just over the course of 24 hours. It was like a, a quick, quick trip. Well, within um, within six months, that um, Freemason Hall had closed down. It's now a physiotherapist. It's now a <laughs> chiropractor. Um, wow. It's it's no longer that's no longer part of town. And I had I've had feedback from people in Longreach that had about a week or two later they had a, a, a worship night and they said the, the the clarity in the atmosphere was like they'd never experienced before and it was the presence of God I I then stayed in long race that night got in the car and, and drove home it was like this little assignment that the Lord just wanted 
wanted to be done. And 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 I think sometimes we overthink the promptings. We overthink what the Lord is sometimes saying to us, sometimes through an image, through an idea. And usually it's some of those first things that we get are him. And and so I'm just trying to be more aware of those things in my life as well. You know, what are you saying? Lord? It might be a little bit unconventional. That's okay. Does it line up with your word? Does it line up with your character? And uh, when it does, oh boy, watch out because <laughs> he's going to do something. He's going to do something great through it. You know, so little things like that are cool. You know, just being available. And I was really tired. Like it's a long way out there, and it was a little <laughs> bit, um, you know, in the natural, mm, bit weird. But hey, God does what He needs to do. You know. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. And like, just the way that the Holy Spirit moved through you in that moment, like also reflects just that open and deep, the openness and deepness you have with God, because it would be very hard to have a moment like that if you weren't openly listening to the voice of God, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who believe in God and who are trying to be attuned to the spirit and then they have promptings but because mm. they are uncertain they don't act on them and so yeah, totally you know and so there's all these things that don't happen and God then has to find other vessels and obviously that's covered by grace but all yeah. these possibilities that fear tries to get in or confusion yeah. stops people um yeah so that's amazing that God was able to move through you in that moment it actually yeah it's just another another way of of how God uses his open vessels, you know. A lot of the great prophets of the Bible had to do things like that. A lot of people these days are, you know, in many different locations around the world stepping out doing things like that because there is that urgency, you know. Yeah, come on. And we don't need to understand. In our flesh we want to understand. <laughs> it's yeah, like, totally. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that, that's amazing. Just I literally have conversations with my mum about things like this because she's also very gifted in um, mm. in the prophetic and she hears things like that from God quite a bit, not in the sense where she feels like she has to go to a different location, but definitely around the churches and bringing the churches mm. together and praying for churches. And she yes. finds in her journey, though, if she's not careful and she spends a lot of time really praying in with God about it because she finds if she does it the wrong way, she gets a lot of backlash from yeah negative spiritual backlash yeah. which can negatively impact her life so she's had to really learn to discern the voice of god in those moments um so i guess it's kind yeah. of like finding that balance when you see the urgency you kind of yep. just go you're showing me i'm jumping and then when you kind of have an inclining but are still uncertain it's probably best to sit and wait and god will keep prompting you as the timing's right I know, I'm still learning about all this because I'm not heavily gifted in prophetic and things like that. But but, but everyone's learning. Yeah, we're all we're all learning. I, I think it's just and what you said just a moment ago about fear. Like it's oftentimes fear is the is the is the greatest crippler of of mm. of our continuum in in the Lord because we don't want to fail and we don't want to make a mistake. And you know, at the core of humans is it, we want to be accepted. So if you know if if we if we're making mistakes, it's, it's a lie from the enemy to be honest. And um, you know, and, and if we if we look at in in the word it says it's no longer I living, but it's Christ living in me. Well, what does that look like? I mean, does that mean that we sort of morph between the two? Um, so if if it's truly Christ living in us, it's no longer I living. What 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 could that look like? What does that? What's the outworking of that in the day to day? And I don't know. I don't know about. I I, I kind of want to just. I just want more. I just want more of Him, and I just want. I just want to sort of keep moving aside. Um, at, at the altar service the other night, there was a little tagline that I was singing. It was, um, um, I'll get out of your way and into your way, which is a bit of a play on words. And I was thinking about it, I'm like, it's, it's stepping out of his way and actually moving into his way continually into his way, his way, his thoughts, his idea, his plans, his heart, his character, his truth. Yeah. And and being in that place, it's a it's just that stream, that stream of living waters, Ruth. That's where we've got to be. Can I just say something on that, just real quick? Um, I just had this vision recently of what it is to step into the streams of his living waters. Yeah. And I just saw 
as his waters as his waters are moving, Ruth, we step, we jump into the streams of his living waters. If we turn around and push against it, we're going to get exhausted. If yeah. we if we paddle in the same direction, we're going to go too fast. If we try and reach the bottom and stand on the bottom, we're gonna that's not going to work. We're gonna we're gonna stop. We need to move with the flow of his streams. The streams. That's, that's what's going to take us on. That's what's going to take us into his heartbeat. You know, and um, I'm trying to do it. Do I, I don't get it right, but I, I try. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's really powerful, actually. And that just reminded me, like, I actually was born in Ballarat. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and I grew up in the western suburbs of Melbourne um, mm. until I recently moved here, but apart from the other things I did overseas. Mm. And um, so we're not around much water in the western suburbs of Melbourne, especially oceans. You have to go to the city to get the oceans. So when I moved here, um, I didn't have a fear of the ocean, but I didn't have like a lot of experience with living by the ocean. And yet Ben is obviously a surfer, grew up by the ocean. So I was always told like, watch out for the currents, you know, they'll switch, be careful, be cautious. And yet talking to the surfers and the people who live around the ocean, they say, no, no, don't be afraid of them. If you get stuck in one, just stop fighting and let it take you where it's meant to go. Hey, that's good. That's good. Surface, that's right? so good. And mm. I feel like it's the same with what you're kind of saying there. If we try to like resist what God's doing, or even the streams of his flow, like you're saying, we're going to get tired or we might even drown in something we're not meant to be drowning in. Come but on. if we just let go and flow in that stream, we'll get to where we're meant to go awesome. without having to wrestle it as much. So, um, yeah, so. I just think that's so powerful. And I think that will really be a blessing to many people who hear, you know, because one of the things is actually trying to figure out every day, all right, I've encountered Jesus how then do I now progress? Or for some people, they're still in that moment where they're they're not sure about Christianity and they're trying to know how to encounter Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and these things are going to really, you know, what you have to say is going to bless them because, you know, it, it's really showing, you know, dive deeper into connecting with, with the heartbeat of God and he will reveal himself to you and he will show you where to mm-hmm. go and he'll make you flow. And, um, I think that is really powerful. It's such a such an awesome time to be able to catch up and chat because it, you know everyone's full of of so much wisdom in the Holy Spirit in their own flavor and in their own way, and it's going to reach mm. different people for His glory. So, yeah, it's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. And I think part of um, part of this walk we're on it's it's not it's not always perfect. It can be out of the box and. I was. I just was um, reflecting recently. I heard a, a little, a little, um, just a little thought around, um, you know, David and uh, King David and, and 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 his son Solomon. Who and that those those guys. I mean, you had a guy who, um, as we know, God called David a man after his own heart. You know, he was he was prophetic. Yeah, in the Psalms, and he was he was raw and real and honest about his journey. And then you had Solomon, um, who was everything was everything was pristine in his world. He was a poet. Everything was tidy. Um, and and you have these sort of two tensions going on. You have the the you know the the the, the poet. The, the everything's pristine, tidy. Um, and then you had the the psalmist, the prophet psalmist, t- untidy unruly but a man after god's own heart and i think that really speaks to me because sometimes things can be a little out of the box they may not be as precise and they may not be they may be a little bit messy sometimes in the way that we um walk with the lord and and sometimes we don't fully hear his word uh, and he's telling us to go in that direction we're actually we were slightly off and it should have been that direction but it's in those moments where we get to be taught by him and we get to go even deeper with, with what he's calling us into and what he's calling us out of as well. And I think that's something in my, I know in my walk with the Lord, um, sometimes we think of our walk with the Lord as like, what's he calling me into? What's he, what's he calling me into? What's he calling me into? But a big part of it is what is he calling me out of? Yeah. There's so much distraction that we put in our lives. It's like, and it's, I feel like a lot of it doesn't need to be there. And God is saying, okay, 
before I call you into this, I need to pull you out of some stuff. I've got to pull you out of some stuff. I need you to realign some bits and pieces. And that's oftentimes where there's major changes, the incremental changes with the Lord as well that translate into, into some pretty big, pretty big things, pretty big changes, you know. So it's a, it's a daily journey. It's, it's really cool, though. Um, do you find that as well, just incremental changes as you flow? Definitely. And it all comes back to that, um, that willingness to be open to allow him to have those changes. Um, I remember, um, and obviously I didn't, don't want this to be about me, but I remember my um, when I first started at uni, uh, mm. as you mentioned earlier, you, you were at uni and you kind of found yourself, you had to kind of go home and then readjust and realise you had to really step into, you know, trusting in God and diving into God a lot more. And I found very similar. I um, moved away from home, went to uni. In one sense, I was almost running away from home. And mm. the more I wanted to progress forward, the more bad things started happening to me that made me go back home over and over again. Yeah, well. And I kept saying to God, like, because I believed in him, but I wasn't really following him at that stage. And I was like, oh, God, like, why can't I just go on with my life? And he kept saying, in order to move forward into what I have for you, you have to heal from what you're running away from. Wow. Mm. So in that sense, it's like, yes, there's going to be those moments where we have to fully just allow God to come in and move in us and heal us. Yeah open things up in our heart, do heart surgery on us when we don't want to, like it's uncomfortable. But <laughs> yeah. through that heart surgery, he actually reveals to us things that we don't even realise are there, you yeah. know, and that yeah. in those moments that then sets us up for then the going out and the send, you mm-hmm. know, like but you don't have to be perfect to go out into the send, you know. Go the on. disciples were far from perfect. They were human. Yeah. We're all human but they still were anointed and appointed. Yes. Um, Yesterday there was a a guy that I was um, talking to for the podcast and um, he shared his journey of how he came to know Christ and, you know, he didn't know anything about God and yet in the one day he received the gift of tongues, he received (laughs) his life and he got baptised all in the one day. Beautiful. Even though he had that transformation, he still would have had a lifelong journey of learning how to be equipped with God, you know. So it is that daily transformation. And for anyone who's, who's you know, learning about God, not sure about whether God's real or even just trying to encounter Jesus more, mm. all I can really say from my perspective is just give God a chance and say, okay, God, mm. I'm going to open myself up to you reveal something to me, reveal your heart to me, reveal yourself to me. And he will, without a doubt, always answer in some way. Yeah, like, for sure. And then he will continue to every day as you open your heart to God, he will continue to witness to you in different ways. And So good. So, yes, definitely the flow. Like you have to be open um, yeah. or allow him to continue to open you. Otherwise. Yeah. Definitely. You reach blockages and that can yeah. get in the way. <laughs> yeah. and, and I know people, you know, people that I encounter that don't know the Lord yet, and, and I, I encourage them just to create a dialogue with Jesus. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about your struggles. Start to just create a conversation with the Lord. And um, I suppose I'm learning what it is to have a simple faith. Mm-hmm. And... What does that even look like? Well, I know it's uncluttered. Um, do I understand it completely? No, but I, I know that I, I know that, that the Lord really actually wants to do things, even though some things sound profound and they're almost like wow moments. It's actually quite simple, and that even that testimony today with how the Lord just come through, it's really profound, but it's actually really simple. That's actually His character, right? Yeah. And so when we begin to understand what his, what his character is like through the word, uh, through prayer, through time with him, we, beget to, we begin to see um, the outworking of his, of his very character and his heart in our lives. And, um, you know, and, that's, and I continually say to people, well, you know, and they often call it religion, people that don't know what this religion, are you're a religious person. Well, not really. I, I, I'm... I'm relational. It's it's actually a relationship with Jesus, and 
And um, that can often be a really good starting um, starting point as well for, for people to encourage them just to start a dialogue, start a conversation. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> you know, what's the worst that could happen? Um, is they, they might feel a little bit silly to start with, but there will, there will be, be the beginning of change. And I see it all the time, you know, you see breakthrough all the time in that. It's, it's, it's amazing. 100%. And even like a lot of the time, if you don't know God or you don't know Jesus or you're even fresh to it, or even if you've been following Jesus for a long time, but mm. you've kind of stepped out of that, you've kind of made distance or, you know, mm. life's gotten busy and you haven't really spent time with the Lord, like getting back into converting with God is can beautiful. be is beautiful, but it, for some people it can be like awkward at the very oh, end. Yeah. It can be like, I feel stupid, I feel foolish, but like definitely there comes a moment when once you've started, yeah, there will be at some point that moment where you the shift happens, you know. Yeah. And that's even what the guy yesterday was talking about. He said he went into church and he um, he didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit. He didn't know anything about God. And he got given the Holy Spirit before he even was baptised and all of that stuff because he walked <laughs> in and this guy was preaching on receiving the Holy the Spirit, gift of tongues and the Holy Spirit. Wow. <laughs> and he goes in and he's there and the guy's like, do you want to receive? He's like, yes, but I have no idea what I'm receiving. <laughs> <laughs> he's in front of this thing and he's like, he's getting prayed for and and he goes, what do I do? And the guy's just like, just like praise God. And he's like, yeah. okay. So he's not even like heart's not in it. He's just going, holy God, holy God, holy God. <laughs> and then and then the guy, and then he's like, nothing's happening. <laughs> you know. Anyway, but he says this really powerful moment. He says, but for one split moment, yeah. his heart believed that God yeah. would be and that yeah. he was the son of Jesus. In that second, he received the gift of the Holy Spirit. And wow. changed him forever. And wow. that's the thing. You can sit there and talk to God for five minutes and feel like a fool, even if you it but over time, if you keep doing it, that wow. something's gonna shift. Come on. And it's that one so, moment, you know. Yeah. And yeah. um yeah. And that's and, and that's I think that's oh sorry to interrupt you there. but I think that's living and the word encourages us to live by the spirit, not by flesh. And we're seeing we're in a time now where the flesh things of the flesh is so strong. Yeah, and it's, it's often really very subtle, but the flesh, things of the flesh, um, will do everything to keep us from even just creating, just starting a dialogue with the Lord. And yeah. you know, we talk about, we spoke about incremental shifts. Well, just just saying, Lord, thank you for this day today, is actually you, you're actually just incrementally moving into the spirit realm. Yes. And that's where the shift comes. That's where the changes come. It's and and to, to live by the spirit means that we actually intentionally do that. Despite what the what's happening in the flesh, we mightn't feel like it, it mightn't make sense, but that's what it is to live by the spirit, right? And so that's what it is to even die to the flesh, because there's there's this strong need in us to actually remain in the flesh, but that's not what the Lord wants. He's actually calling us to live by the spirit, to start to hear the, the the promptings to be aware of those little things that are happening those little shifts those little calls those little moments in our lives they're the things where there's breakthrough and victory they're the things that just start to change the the levels of our understanding of him um and that that's where i think i think we're in this we're in a season right now where there's an acceleration things are happening really quickly there is an openness ruth in people's lives for the things of god yeah People are actually becoming quite spiritually savvy. They they know that what they're seeing and, and what's happening is 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 kind of a, a, a bit it's a bit it's a bit whack, and so they're actually they're looking and they're 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 hungry. And people say, "Oh, it's very hard," and there's a lot of resistance. Actually, no, there's not. There's actually a lot of ease. You just have to have the the willingness to say, "Hey, how can I engage and encounter in this encounter?" Um, and, and, and express God's love in this situation. And there will be a shift, shift after shift after shift. See it all the time, you know. But it takes faith, right? It just takes a little bit of a prompting and the willingness to just, you know, step into that place. Um, he's so good like that. He's just, he's so willing just to, just 
just to connect with our faith and he just wants to use us as a conduit of his love. And I just want to encourage your listeners. And I just want to speak a blessing over this podcast, Ruth, because I know these podcasts, whether it's this one or others, are going to reach people for Jesus in such a profound way. It's just, I just see, I just see God's presence and favour all over it. So I just want to put that in there. Thank you. It's awesome. Yeah, well, and, and that's so powerful. It, you know, faith comes from hearing, hearing yeah. the word of God, but also hearing, hearing how Jesus is moving. And that's why things like these are so, I believe, is so important because, you know, I just want people to know what God is doing. He's on the yeah. And and the more that people talk about it, whether it's on a platform or not, whether you just bump into someone, the more the light is being brought and the more people will then feel they can share. And then if that shares and it becomes like this mass revival. Hallelujah. That that the Holy Spirit's leading, but it's by his prompting, you know, and that's amazing. And so it's an honour for me to be able to just connect with people and hear their stories because that's something I'm really passionate about. But I also yes. know that is it is reaching people and that's really exciting because the world is projecting, as you said, the opposite. Everything will either cost people money, which yes. I have my own personal values on. I don't think it should cost anyone to hear about Jesus, you Come know, and, yep. and, you know, they're projecting fear, even for people who have an evangelistic spirit or something like that, like, mm. Fear is the one thing that tries to stop them from getting the voice of Jesus out there, you know. So it's just there is there is a sound and we're trying to connect to heaven's sound for that. And it's coming out in all these different avenues in every I love it. You know? Um, I love it. I love it. But even what you're saying there about sound, that's that's really, really key. That that's such a prophetic, that's such a prophetic word, you saying that. Because even though we're using words today, right? We're using ideas and phrases, and we're, we're, there's actually a sound that's infiltrating into this discussion, mm-hmm. and it's the sound of the presence of God. It's it's something deeper than just words. It's something deeper than just ideas and content. There's an anointing that is a sound. There's a frequency of heaven that I believe is carries through on things like this. It's it carries through on the intention to release His kingdom on earth. And and that sound, I believe, is increasing across the earth. Um, yeah. As you know, you know, I, I do some worship stuff and worship leader, whatever. It's not about the song. It's not about just the songs and the words and the phrasing. It's about the sound and the frequency. I'm seeing, I'm seeing now more than ever, things happening in the in the spiritual. That's 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 coming from the sound. Um, more than ever, there's just such an openness. There's actually such an open heaven at the moment. There's realms of openness that I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen b- before. Um, there's such an agreement in the spirit as we, as we, as believers, come into a place of unity. Um, mm-hmm. Where two or three gathered, there I am in the midst. Right, He inhabits the praises. I believe even what we're doing now praises Him. So he inhabits it. He comes in on the praise that we're giving him, right? And and he's really shaking our ideas of what that looks like and how that happens. And I'm I'm really excited actually by by what the Lord's doing. And and you talk about sound. There is a sound that's happening across the earth. Often I'm seeing more and more in songs. It's often just a few phrases. There's there's a few lines that the Lord is releasing in, into worship. Um, you know, that, that one that I mentioned the other day, um, another one is come into alignment, come into agreement. Another, another phrasing, pour it out, pour it out on your sons and daughters. These, these, these ideas are actually releasing a sound. They're releasing an anointing. And I would encourage as well, you know, people that are listening to this to just, just rest in the presence and the sound of his voice and understand what it what it actually feels like to, to to get that sound and let it bring healing, let it bring fullness mm. and let it break off ideas that need to be shifted. Because there's lots of ideas that have been stuck in. I, I just really believe there's lots of ideas that people have been stuck in that just need to be kind of shifted a bit. And uh, and God can do it through the sound, you know, the sound mm. of his voice, the sound of his word through this podcast, you know. It's um, it's exciting times. Sorry to, sorry to ramble there anyway, but it's, it's good times. <laughs> No, definitely. Thank you very much. Yeah, it is. Um, 
there's this this episode has definitely been like a a well of wisdom for people to come and listen to about many different things and that's what I love um it's very holy spirit led because whatever he needs to be brought out is going to be brought out and um there is definitely it's definitely a season where people are needing to tune into to the sound of what's happening um where as earth connects with heaven but also just the sound of god's love and his heartbeat and i think that's pretty much an overall thing about what we've been talking about today like god is so real and he is so in love with us and he yep. just wants to dwell with us and spend yep. time with each and every one of us intimately yeah. and you know from that will flow everything that he needs for us as we open ourselves to him and then we will have the courage to go out and make disciples and teach people and guide people and whatever our giftings are and i think that's just such a empowering thing and it comes from that every day of saying yes and that every day of having that open vulnerability and that's a lifelong journey you know yeah absolutely yeah for sure <laughs> for sure it's, that's awesome that's so good yeah yeah that's that's so it's so real um i was just gonna i was just gonna say something about just just real quick um that you know the word talks about taking every thought captive allowing 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 anything that doesn't line up with his character to, to not become part of the fabric of our mindset. Well, yeah. Fear, confusion, doubt, all of these things, they don't align with him. So, you know, in, in our journey with the Lord, when we, when he's prompting us to move in a certain way, does that does that prompting release his kingdom? Does it release his truth? Does it release his love? Does it does it express his heart? Does it bring hope and joy? Does it bring fulfillment of his word? Does it bring his love? If it does, go for it. Go for it. Now is the time. Now is the time to move in step with him. Now is the time to move in step with him. And the enemy, I tell you, the enemy's working overtime. The enemy's trying to instill fear and doubt and pain and regret and things into people's lives. And it's so subtle. This is the thing. It's so subtle. So we've got to be on the front foot. We've got to make sure that we're aligning everything that we do with the word of God. We can't let the subtlety of the enemy to come in because that, that subtly is actually that subtle, the subtle moves of the enemies is overtaking people's faith. It's overtaking opportunities. So we've got to stop it, push into the word of God just revel in the love that he has for us because it's so beautiful and profound and outrageously wonderful. Revel in it, be in it, and enjoy enjoy walking with him. You know, just, and you probably want to wrap this up and say, but you think about Adam walking in the garden with God in the cool of the evening. No fear, no hindrance, just perfection. Let's get to that place with the Lord. Let's walk in the cool of the garden with him. Get rid of all the junk, all the distraction. Let's just walk with him. Let's talk with him. He's so beautiful. That's so good. Yeah, that I never know what to say to top that. <laughs> no, that that's awesome. Um I I think that is the the perfect place to um to kind of wrap up but also yeah to get back to that place of deep intimacy and shalom with god that you know thank you jesus that's um beautiful yeah that's that's the dream and that's the calling and that's his desire and yeah yeah, it's great to great to connect and chat and um i have no doubt like i've said before that what you've had to say today and what god's done through you and through this conversation will be a blessing and um, and helpful to many people. And um, yeah, it's just been awesome to be able to connect and chat. And um, is there anything that I can be praying for you for um, in this season, in this moment, you you and your family or um, with your ministry outreaches and things like that? Is there anything in this moment that we can pray for before we finish up? Thank you, Ruth. Yeah. Um, I, I think like all of us is just just to ensure that there's a clarity of mind, a clarity in what God is saying. Mm. Um, we get it wrong sometimes, but I think the, the prayer and my prayer would be, Lord, just just continue to open my eyes and my ears to what you're saying and to what you're 
doing in this time. That's to walk in sync, to walk in flow with his voice. That's that's the most important thing. And um, that if there was a, if there was a prayer, that would be it. What about what about from me to you? Is there anything, Ruth, that that you would like me to keep? In prayer, in this and this, this, this is a ministry as well, I guess you know for, for you and Ben as well. But you know, are there specific areas? Um, I think for for me in particular, um, it's just I I know through these podcasts and um, just in life in general, where where things are at, there is an acceleration of opportunity coming and. Mm-hmm. Um, not just for this podcast, but I'm also about to enter a very busy season of my life where I've got not only my married, but I'm, I'm in my last year of university. Mm. I mean, um, God's prompted me to start these podcasts, so there's a that's mm. busy too. And then I'm also trying to get work on top of that. So it's kind of just a really busy season. So I'm just believing yeah. for um, just that I don't go now, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. literally. Um, and, and that, you know, I know God's favor surrounds us as a shield and that's Mm. been a big key passage in my life, but I'm just believing for, um, for the fruit of God's love to continue to flow through whatever he's calling us to step into. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's just a big thing for me and just for favor over and direction over the right job in this season. Um, Yeah. They're the two things for me. Um, yeah, it's good. Cool. Yeah. But thank you. Um, well, at the end of every podcast, I usually enter into just a, a quick moment of prayer. Um, mm. So if you would like to do that, we can. Otherwise, mm. we don't have to. That's okay. Yeah, let's, let's pray. It sounds awesome. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, Lord, I just thank you for this um, episode i thank Mm. you for everything that has been spoken about today Mm. i thank you for your favor here Mm. and wisdom that has come from our lips by your holy spirit and by our to um just echo the sound of heaven in this moment lord we just lift up um, matt and his family to you we thank you for your abundant provision and protection over them we thank you that in a time where they uh, have a lot of things going on that you are allowing them to be just revived in your your love and continue to to have abundant health and um breakthrough in all that they're going through thank you lord for um for this moment where you are just awakening the hearts of your people in such a way and we just thank you that together we unite with you and with heaven to just believe that from these moments will come a ripe harvest of of open hearts and um, an open heaven moments those upper room moments where people are encountering you in many beautiful ways not because of us but because of what you are doing in and through your people lord um May people be bold enough to step out and and witness to other people, share their journeys, or even just connect with people in a season where the devil is trying so hard to cause disconnection. Mm. And, um, yeah, we're just thankful for what you are doing. And, um, yeah, we just thank you for all the good things that are to come um, through the Dolans, through through their ministry, through their heart and passion and love for you and um, through the giftings that you have given them. And we uh, we just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. Well, um, yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Ben has just gotten home from work. so. Yeah, and and thank you for the opportunity to be on your podcast. What an amazing ministry! It's it's really I'm very honoured and humbled by it, Ruth. So thank you very much. Yeah, and um, we'll be praying for you as well for around work and just continuing the fruit of the spirit as you keep moving forward and great outcomes. And you know, um, may the Lord just prosper it all. It's awesome. Thank you. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, thank you so much. Um, all right. Yeah. Thanks, Ruth. Yeah. Cool. Have a good night, and yeah, we'll chat yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Okay, thanks. Bye. No. So, yeah, thank you, Ruth. No well, how awesome it has been to connect with Matt today and just to hear how God has moved in his life and all of the seeds of wisdom that he has learned throughout his journey so far. If you have been blessed or encouraged by this episode at all, that is all we could ever hope for. And um, yeah, we pray that you are abundantly blessed. And we look forward to seeing how God's going to move not only through these episodes, 
but also through each and every person who watches and checks in. Um, yeah. So thank you. God bless. And we will see you next week. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We pray that you have been encouraged by the powerful testimony that was shared. We know that there is so much power in sharing with others what Jesus has done in our lives. So if you would like to come onto this podcast and share your story of how you encountered Jesus, go check out our Facebook page, The Living Unashamed Podcast, and shoot us a message. I have no doubt that your story will be a blessing to all who hear. Until next time, God bless. This is Ruth Turner signing out.